Oh, hello. Ah! Oh, no. Hi. Oh, no, I frightened Dave. I have been fartened. Fortened? Fortened. Fartened? Fartened. I have afflicted a major fartening upon this man. <laughs> this podcast not for the faint of fart. <laughs> oh, no. Yep. I'm going to drink some of this wine. How's it going, internet? Friends? We're drinking a new wine today. We, we are. We are getting into the wine again. Mm. Definitely drier. That sure is wine. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is an odd one. This is the Walking Dead Cabernet Sauvignon 2016 um, by the the uh, a company called the Last Wine Company. That <laughs> suits the wine. I'm not convinced they're the last wine company. Something about that just doesn't seem true to me. It might be that they're like staking their claim, like mm. you other. Fuckers think you can front, but we're going to be around till the very end. Yep. The first, last, and true wine company. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Well, they didn't say first. They weren't the first. That's true. They didn't say that. Yeah. They're just the best, and they're going to be the last, because they're going to murder all the other wine companies. It's <laughs> pretty savage. Making a lot of claims about this wine company I've never <laughs> heard of until now. Honestly, it ain't a bad wine. I have to say, I was not expecting a wine branded after a TV show to be competent, but I like this. But again, I assert my point that <clears throat> we have had beer branded after a TV show that was very good, so right. I don't rule it out. But yes. you did make the point, I'm talking about the Game of Thrones mm-hmm. branded beers, but those are made by Oma Gang, which yeah. is like always solid. So. They're legit. Uh, and, and this wine brand, maybe, too. I just haven't heard of them until now. Me either. Kind of makes me think we should look at what else they do. Yeah, I was just thinking that. Yeah. Oh. Mm. Mm. So I'm starting a new thing. What's that? I have my handy-dandy notebook here. Oh, that's right. You've got a notebook in front of you. Yes, so I'm going to make a little note here, because we always say we're going to do things, and then we forget. That's true. We do that a lot, don't we? Yeah, so... Uh, what's the name of that wine brand? The Last The Last Wine, wine Company. The very last. This is riveting while I write my notes. I know. Dead air. <laughs> Love the sound of you writing things down on paper. But this is more accountability for me, and we can like do some follow-up stuff, and this will be a better system. Okay. I'm going to write all my stuff down in this notebook from now on. Also, it has gnomes on it. And cute little gnomes on each page. It is a pretty sweet notebook, actually. I got it last year. This has probably been a year. This is probably our year anniversary. We're pretty close. We're coming up on Maybe it. Maybe it's next. This might. This could be it. It was. It was in September that we. <clears throat> well, we. I think we might have even started recording. It might in be August. a little later. Yeah. But I think our one year episode or our 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 first published episode was somewhere late September, maybe even early. October. Yeah, I still want to do something for that. But yeah. um, I'm going to make a note of that to find out when our actual anniversary is also. Yeah. Um, but it, when we went to New York on that trip, which we did before we started releasing episodes, mm-hmm. um, I found this notebook on sale in, I think it was a Dwayne Reed, but basically a Walgreens. Okay. Um, oh, yeah, that's right. That was... Wasn't that um, on the uh, 
It was like Midtown West, sort of, when we went to see the uh, UCB. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was over there. Yeah. We stopped to get something. Yeah. I think, like, Band-Aids and Ibuprofen. <laughs> I think I had, like, blisters or something. Our feet were ruined. Oh. That was we, the last day of our trip, wasn't it? For people who planned to do a lot of walking, because yeah. we know we like to do that, we did no preparation to make it easier on Zero. ourselves. And in fact, you bought new shoes because your shoes were so bad. Yeah. You bought new shoes on the trip there <laughs> at the pit stop we made at a Walmart in yep. Pennsylvania. Right that you're outside not of state really college. supposed to go into the store. You're just maybe to go to the bathroom, but like Yeah, they don't like you to do that. Yeah. But we did. And we bought shoes, and it took us five minutes, and we were proud. Yeah, that's right. <clears throat> I think we also bought beef jerky. Did we? I think so. All right. It sounds right. <laughs> it feels right in here. Uh, so, yeah, no, we really hard. If this isn't the one-year anniversary, it's awfully close. We're coming up on it. Yeah. We should think of something special to do. Yeah, that'd be nice. Yeah. Let's think about it right now in silence yeah. on air. <laughs> I think we should do that. Let's take the time. Um, I also want to mention that before the episode, we like to do the little ritual of like dancing, moving around at the theme song before we start. And um, for the entirety of it this time, I gave the dog noogies. Turns yeah. out, likes noogies. He's fine with noogies. He's okay with noogies. He's at least noogie neutral. He's noogie neutral. He may not be pro or anti noog at all. He's well, noog neutral. He likes his face and head rubbed and scratched. <laughs> so I think he just thought it was more of the same. He didn't know that it was a torture mechanism we used on our siblings as children. Yeah, I'm going to lean toward that being the truth. He has no idea. <laughs> um, what gosh, about you? What else is going on here? I've been watching our friend's mom's dog. Yeah, that's pretty cool. While she is in... Dubai, of all crazy places yes. for someone to go. Miss Tina is in Dubai. The lovely Miss Tina. Yeah, she's the best. She really is. Um, she deserves this she's trip. She's going to bring me something from Dubai. And like, she's, uh, like a, uh, maybe like a uh, Like a wealthy sheik. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's our joke. Yeah. Because our friend Jen is also helping us uh, watch her dog. And that's been her joke. Is like, bring me a rich husband. <laughs> like, bring me... A wealthy man from Dubai, and we'll call it even. That might genuinely make headlines in Dubai if one of their <laughs> guys leaves to come to this uh, place. Youngstown, Ohio. Yes, he was just leave, so fed up with, you know, all the... Leave the, the city of gold. Yeah, he was fed up here. with all the beauty and the riches and she the... could be uh, on 90 Day Fiance. Instead, he decided to opt for a place that's, like, uh, dirty and... <laughs> Poor economy. Yeah. Shitty. Little promise, yeah. no signs of improvement. I mean, I'm pretty sure like whole like you know like uh, sort of historical romances are built around that very idea of the oh, the, the wealthy man and the the prince goes out and disguises himself as a yeah. beggar. These know. are called fairy tales. Yes, they <laughs> yeah. are. Just like <laughs> every fairy happen. tale. No, it doesn't. But a girl can dream. <laughs> yeah. We were like, yeah, I mean, you could bring us all, even though some of us are taken, you could bring us all rich husbands and we'll figure something out. Hell, I'll work it out with the guy. It's fine. Yeah. He's rich enough. <laughs> it's fine. I heard someone refer to someone as having a sugar grandpa. Woo. And it made me laugh really hard. <laughs> that's, wow, that's weird. The context was that 
she worked for a woman who had a sugar daddy and she would give the gifts that the <laughs> the lady who had the sugar daddy would give the gifts to yeah. this woman yeah, because she didn't want them or whatever or already had them, whatever. So she had a sugar grandpa. That's very weird to think about. But accurate. Accurate, sure. Which is what I liked. Not as creepy it. as I thought either. Right. Not as creepy. I mean, it's... it. I it's, just like to know that there are distinct rules for these things. <laughs> you know, yeah, there's a whole social decorum around how to handle the unwanted gifts you of your sugar it. daddy. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. And if you're going to have a sugar daddy, like, it, it's half for the gifts, right? Like, why are you giving them away? Don't you want them? Yeah. You know, I figure after a while, you just end up with so many gifts. You're like, ah, oh, what do I do that's, with this? That's true. Yeah. That's true. In a successful scenario where you managed to do this for years, maybe. I'm intrigued by how people manage to do this. Maybe we should add sugar daddies to our, our list. Our list is growing by quite a bit. Exponentially. We've added like 10 topics in the past this week. Is, this is something I actually wanted to talk about on this episode, uh, is I wanted to express some gratitude yeah. toward our friends and listeners who have been giving us a whole left and bunch right. of great topics. Topics left and right. Yeah. Just like everywhere. All over the place. All over Raining the place. down from the sky. Just, you can't see my hand motions, but just imagine <laughs> what I'm doing. It yeah. looks like you're like jerking off 12 dicks is what it looks oh, like. Oh, just 12? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's nice. <laughs> that's nice for the people. Oh, there was a, oh God, I have so many notes we have kind of rolled back on a former decision of ours and we're thinking of tackling a topic what? Oh, we weren't oh, going to tackle. Right. So I want to write that down so we can make sure we put it on the list. I, that's going to be a real sort of, I don't even want to tease it. It's just, it's a topic yeah. that we weren't quite sure was within the bounds of good taste for this show. Yeah. And then we looked at who we are, and we went, it doesn't matter. And the other episodes we've done. Yeah, right. And figured we could put a warning up top, and people will know from the title. And yeah. if they don't want to listen, you don't got to listen. <laughs> it's, it is a really great topic. And I happen to know I think it is there's a lot of information on it. So Of course you do, you sick fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, girlfriend. <laughs> I appreciate that. You're welcome. You sick fuck. You sick fuck. Um, but yeah, no, just really wanted to say thanks to our friends and people who are listening who are giving us all of these awesome topics because honestly, <clears> at some point, I mean, we, we started off with a huge list of things we wanted to know. Technically two lists. Yeah. One for me, one for you. We eventually combined them into one list cause that was too complicated and right. we never followed it anyways. Yeah. And it started shrinking and shrinking. Yeah. Well, and shrinking. I was getting a little worried, and I'm not worried anymore. Well, we're 50 episodes in. We're, this is our 51st. We've we've put all these different topics behind us, and it's just really refreshing to know that this is just, it's evergreen. People keep giving yeah. us cool ideas. So. And there's no limit to things that we can talk about. Believe you me, there's no <laughs> limit to things we can talk about. And if you, and if you, uh, and if you don't believe that, check in in a few weeks. <laughs> But again, I insist, don't stop sending in topics. If yes. there's something that you don't know if there's anything there or not, just send it. We'll figure that part out. You don't worry about it. Yeah. Like, we have a knack for embellishing a topic if we need to, like finding more things to go with it if we have to. Mm -hmm. And also, we're always surprised, but 
also delighted to find the twist and turns and that there's always an angle. Yes, right. No topic is too big or too small for the show. We will find a way to make a show around it. Or if it's something you used to know a lot about, but you're kind of fuzzy on it, but you think it would be interesting, let us know. Or if it's something you want to know more about, but you don't feel like Googling yourself, let us know. Like, we'll take any topic. Yeah. One day we're going to talk about ducks, Michael DeMarco. I promise. <laughs> Hang on, Mike. Ducks are ducks are in the list. <laughs> we have not mix. removed them. We haven't forgotten about you. I mean, we know enough about ducks already to know what terrifying nightmare creatures, creatures. they actually they're, are. They're, 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 they're creatures. They're creatures. <laughs> I they're think I meant creatures. to say something like they're horrifying, yeah. but it came out they're creatures. <laughs> <laughs> that they are, girlfriend. Yeah. It's an accurate statement, at least. Oh, yeah. No argument here. Uh, I've been off work for a week. Yeah, right. You had a sort of a spontaneous vacation. Yeah, because I last year when we went on vacation, I requested off for 2018 instead of 2017. Uh-huh. And I thought I went into the system and deleted that request, but apparently it didn't work the right way. So I looked at the schedule and I wasn't on it. <laughs> it was like, oh shit, <laughs> vacation for me. So that worked out. Um, yeah. I got some stuff done. I never get as much done as I want to, but it has been pretty relaxing. So I've enjoyed that. Yeah, you need that. Yeah. You, I, got, I think you actually needed some time. Off. I really, really did. Yeah. Um, I got more stuff I got to do, but I feel like I'm going to be able to go back in with a healthier mindset. Yeah. Um. I cleaned my depression nest a little bit. <laughs> this is a term that was not uh, revealed to me until recently when you had mentioned hearing this term somewhere and went, well, yeah, shit, that's exactly what it is. Yeah, it's like when you just don't have the energy, and it's not always specifically depression for me, but I just I don't have the energy to deal with it sometimes. Yeah. And for me, it's often more anxiety than depression, but like... Being in an unkempt environment affects me negatively, mm-hmm. but because it affects me negatively, I don't have the energy to do anything about it. So it spirals. And so I finally was like, this is enough and I'm going to have off. So I'm going to do something about it. So I started the process and I'm getting there and it's a lot better than it was. And it mm-hmm. makes me feel better that at least I'm trying. Yeah. Well, so I got a little more work to do on that, but. For those who don't know exactly what a depression nest is, it, it probably to you it is exactly what it sounds like, but it's that thing of like, maybe it's a bedroom, maybe it's a it, living room. It could be a, slightly a, different to any person. A lot of times it's a bedroom. Mm-hmm. It's a space that you spend a lot of time in. Yeah. But you don't put, for whatever reason, a lot of time into keeping right. nice and kempt. It's the place where your empty cans accumulate and your blankets all just kind of sit and stay and there's the yeah. empty chip baggies and the things around where you just like, I just don't have the energy to make Should, this like, nicer. Should like throw this away. Yeah. Like, yeah. you're like, I know this is stupid. Right? <laughs> like, but if I was but to I pick up that empty thing and put it in the trash, it might kill me. Yeah. It's just... It, For it, me, it takes the form of clean clothes scattered all over the bed Mm-hmm. Like, they're clean. They're just, like, not folded, not put away. Sure. Because by the time I get around to doing laundry, the clean clothes are still in the laundry bin, so they get thrown on the bed, and then 
I don't get around to folding them because yeah. I hate it. And, yeah. then, and then I do laundry and then it just, it piles up and then I can't find any underwear or socks, even though I know they're clean. Right. Because they're all wrapped up in blankets somewhere. Yeah. Everything gets lost in the depression zone. This is maybe a decent time to mention that uh, some friends are working on a podcast and I don't want to blow up their spot by saying who they are, what exactly it is, but it deals uh, with, but it does deal with this related. sort of thing. Things related to... Depression, anxiety, you know. Yeah, mental and, uh, health and, and maybe some tactics <clears throat> for approaching it and, and their personal experiences, which yeah. I am excited for. So. I'm really excited about it as well. When so it's I, official and they have an episode out yes, uh, with their permission, which I'm sure, of course, they won't mind, we will announce that here. I super cannot wait to plug their podcast when it comes together. Yeah, and also they listen to this idea. podcast, so they can listen to us plug their podcast. It's going to be really <laughs> exciting. Oh, man, that's great. <laughs> We're going to let them know about their own podcast. We can have a nice, great podcast circle jerk. <laughs> what do you think? I think that I <laughs> recently heard the funniest um, I know what you're going way to say. of circle jerk ever being used. I know what you're going to say. I also read this. <laughs> oh, did it make you laugh as hard as it made me laugh? Eh, that was all right. My friend was trying to say um, roundabout. <laughs> like she was trying to complain about how people don't know how to use roundabouts. Yeah. But she couldn't like think of it. Like traffic circles. Yeah. And for some reason, she was probably thinking of the phrase traffic circle. But for some reason, it came out as circle jerk. Yeah. And she's like, no one knows how to do a proper circle jerk anymore. And yeah. her partner was like, oh, yeah, no one has circle jerk etiquette, baby. <laughs> no circle jerk. Because he, uh, he understands he what she's done. What she meant and <laughs> what she'd done. And I read that and just like laughed hysterically because I know that that's a mistake i would make <laughs> went back and forth a few times before she was like no shit not that, that, that. what i mean <laughs> not, not that that's uh, good easy mistake yeah so it's like the most i've heard the phrase circle jerk in the past 10 years <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't come up much outside of i think reddit really for me middle school and high school yeah 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 right so i think i'm ready do you think you're ready mm-hmm. do you mean to tell me. <laughs> Do you want to play that classic game? Yes. The one that's taking the internet by storm? Yes. The one with the brand new jingle I can't wait to put right after this right now? Yes. All right, let's hear it. You mean to tell me, you mean to tell me why you wouldn't happen to me. It's time for truths and truths. Everyone's playing, everyone's playing a famous game, famous game, the game that's taking the internet by storm. It's time for truths and truths. A Merv Griffin production. <sighs> I love our new jingle. It's it's pretty good. It's what it's what the segment deserved. I think. I think so. Thanks again, TJ. We're gonna be using this for a long time. I think. I think so. Yeah. Until someone makes us another one, because <laughs> we all know we're not gonna do it. You know, <clears throat> that's it's funny. That's the thing they do on uh, on Comedy Bang Bang quite a bit. Is it'll be like you know every every single week there's like a new. Uh, jingle for the the plug segment of the show. Mm -hmm. So if anyone wants to battle TJ, you are the the invitation is open. You, you're you're gonna welcome. Have, you're gonna have a hard work ahead of you. Yeah, I'll say that. Um. So. So. I think it's time to play 
the news quiz, Trues and Fnews, in which I present you with two false stories, one true story. It is your job to discern the trues from the fnews or the true news from the false news. All right. Yeah, right. Okay. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's do it. All right. Uh, God, I'm having a hard time scrolling through my phone for reasons unknown to me. All right, let's see. Got it. So, story number one. A Facebook group titled Shooting Guns at Hurricane Florence to Scare It Away has received 30,000 people marked as attendees and 73,000 as interested. All right. Number two. The Cleveland Browns organization in desperate need of regular season ticket holders, is now offering perks to returning buyers, including full-body massage packages, bottles of liquor, and a chance at the general manager's VIP parking spot on game nights. Hmm. Okay. These are both good. (laughs) And number three, the creator of the Pet Rock has died at age 83, leaving behind a net net worth of $3.8 million, but has explicitly insisted in his will that the entirety of his wealth should be left to his heirs in the form of rocks. I'm going to rule one out. Oh, no, let me let you repeat them. Because it's tradition. You, you, seem, you, seem pretty, you seem pretty eager. I am, but I can't buck tradition. Okay. I'm incapable. Okay. <laughs> I'm a stickler for tradition. What can I say? <laughs> All right, let's hear it again. Number one, a Facebook group titled Shooting Guns at Hurricane Florence to Scare It Away has received 30,000 people marked as attendees and 73,000 as interested. Number two, the Cleveland Browns organization, in desperate need of regular season ticket holders, is now offering perks to returning buyers, including full body massage packages, bottles of liquor, and a chance at the general manager's VIP parking spot on game nights. Okay. Number three, the creator of the Pet Rock has died at age 83, leaving behind a net worth of $3.8 million, but has explicitly insisted in his will that the entirety of that wealth should be left to his heirs in the form of rocks. Okay. So, I'm going to roll out the last one. Okay. Only because we recently talked about pet rocks. Okay. So I feel like it would be a little coincidental. Here's where it can backfire, though. Yeah. It could be that coincidental, and you could be tricking me. Okay. But I'm going to roll that one out. Okay. So I'm going to say it's between... I respect the game. Shooting guns <laughs> at Hurricane Florence. Yeah. Facebook group. And Cleveland Browns perks. And yeah. this is really fucking hard. <laughs> because I know that the Browns have given perks uh-huh. for seats before. And I know other teams have done that too. Sure. I just don't know if they're specifically what you said they are. But I wouldn't be surprised at all. And I totally believe that there would be a Facebook group (laughs) about shooting guns at a hurricane to scare it away. (laughs) These are genius. Whichever ones are (laughs) true or are false are genius. Okay. This is really difficult. This is designed to be quite tricky. Yeah, you... You dick. (laughs) (laughs) Respect the game. This is the game. I'm going to go with my gut. I'm going to say that the Cleveland Browns perks is the true one. Okay. I'm immediately regretting it, but I'm going to stick with it. You can change your vote. No, no, no. I'm going to commit. You sure? Yes. Okay. 
It's the other one. <sighs> it's the other one. It was really close call. It was a really close call. Both of those were were good. Yeah. It's well. Here's the thing. You're right. They do things to get people to to show up. Right. Uh, I feel I felt like I tried to come up with the most extreme kind of things. Yeah, but I also felt like I could see them auctioning off someone's parking spot. Like that seems like just the initiative like that they would use. Yeah, right. That might be enough to get people to come like, back. Just special enough, but also inconsequential enough. Mm-hmm. Oh man. That's right. The reality though is the fact that the uh the group shooting guns at Hurricane Florence to scare it away is a real thing. I got to admit, if I knew this was a thing sooner, I would sign up for it. I, mean, <laughs> I know. It's kind of amazing. Um, I pulled a, a quote from the page, which I think is pretty funny. Uh, it says, get your guns and your umbrellas and your umbrella guns and your beer and your beer guns and your tiny umbrellas to keep your beer dry <laughs> and join people from all along the East Coast in scaring away Hurricane Florence to protect our country from this foreign invader. Oh, geez. <laughs> it's pretty good. You gotta love that list of bizarre items. Yeah, I like it. Your guns and your umbrellas and your umbrella guns and your beer and your beer guns and your tiny umbrellas to keep your beer dry. <laughs> Let's be friends with whoever wrote it. Yeah, whoever did that is a genius. Hit us up. <laughs> yeah, that's that's pretty good, right? Yes. Uh, so that's it for the news quiz. Trees and news. Yeah, I'm thinking we should maybe take a little break break. I think you're forgetting a whole segment of the show. I am forgetting a whole segment of the show. <laughs> I think you're forgetting a third of the show right I'm now. I <laughs> just forgot a well, good portion of the show. Well, we actually we can keep this kind of brief because um, what I what I wanted to talk about here for the middle segment is that is it is about to be a magical time of the year. Neil Breen time. <laughs> that's that's true. That's also happening soon. And believe you me, I can't wait. Um, but for now, it's about to be fall. Yes. Fall is awesome. Fall is pretty rad. Is the dog bothering you right now? Is, well, <laughs> what is going on over so there? So I've decided to take notes now, yeah. but this is made a little more complicated by the fact that I am right-handed. And this dog keeps coming up and nudging my hand, putting his head under my hand. So I will pet him. So this has resulted already just like, just in me g- giant scribbling mistakes everywhere. across, well, just the one. The rest is just my shitty handwriting. Oh, okay. <laughs> this dog is really screwing up my ability to wax poetic about fall right now. <laughs> he um, is very needy today, but let's keep going. Okay. Well, basically, it's just I think fall's a pretty cool season. It's my favorite, and we've already discussed the fact that once the leaves start changing color a little more, I would like to go on a nice fall drive. Uh-huh. Take a take a fall drive like Joe Para does? Yes. Have we talked about Joe Para? I believe here? we have, but just in case we haven't briefly, it is the most important television show I watch it, all year. He's special. He's incredibly he's special. He's amazing. I, I don't know how to put my finger on it, Yeah. but there's something about what he does in who he is, that is just, it makes everyone, I don't know of one person that we've shown Joe Paratu who hasn't liked it. I think lots of people like it. I think almost no one really gets it, though. Like, gets the, like, okay, it's fun, it's funny, whatever. I feel like it. it, there's only a handful of people that it has moved in the right way. Oh, no, I can watch it over and over again. The episodes are short. Yeah. 
It's, it's an Adult on Swim comedy, show. Comedy Central Adult, adult Swim. Yeah, it's on Adult Swim, and they're like 10-minute episodes, like everything else on Adult Swim. Mm-hmm. And there's only like 10 of them, and then a couple of specials. Yeah, which is disappointing because I want more, but... Yeah. Are and they I, continuing to make it? Do you know? No word on that. There's no announcement of a second season. I'm not even sure if he wants to do a second season. There's there's really like not a lot of talk about it. Um, I'm not sure how many people even know it exists. It's kind of a shame that it has, at least as far as I could tell, mostly flown under the radar. Yeah. The AV Club did a gushing, praising article about it. Other than that, there's not a lot in the way of like critical praise. For this show that I've seen, or people talking about it anywhere. There should be. There really should um, be. One of my favorite factoids is the fact that one of the characters in the show, he found the actor, who's not even traditionally an actor. Yeah, right. Um, he is a camera person for is it Seth Meyers yes. show. His name is Gene, and he's a cameraman on the Seth Meyers show. So he had gone on the Seth Meyers show, uh, Joe Para had. And befriended the cameraman and decided there was something he really liked about him. Yeah. And he had him come be on his show. They wrote a character for him. Yeah, right. In fact, like a big character. Like yeah, he is. He's like basically the, the best friend of Joe Parrott's character. Yeah, one of maybe two clear like secondary supporting roles. Yeah. Um. So that's pretty cool. It'd be pretty cool if you were just going about your job. You run into a lot of celebrities because oh, yeah. you work on a late night television show. Yeah. And and probably most of them don't notice you because you're yeah, just Yeah, or they're nice to job. you. But yeah, but like, they don't. But nothing they don't really, special yeah. happens. And then you end up being in a TV show because someone's just like, no, you're cool and I like you. Yeah. Fly out here <laughs> to Wisconsin. Let's do this. So anyway, yeah. Uh, to, 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 all of this oh, is wait, a roundabout. No, it was Michigan, wasn't it, that they filmed it? It's set in Michigan. I think they actually filmed in Wisconsin. Oh, I think okay. you're right. Uh, I knew I think it was both those area. places, but I couldn't remember which way it went. But um, yeah, so the, all this is a roundabout way of saying that it's about to be fall, and fall is awesome, and Joe Parrott knows how to celebrate fall, and so should we. And I was just thinking it would be nice to talk briefly about the fact that fall's a cool time, and what would we, what should we do with fall once it starts and before it goes? I mean, I have these ideas in my head, things that we just should do. We have not taken advantage of White House Fruit Farm, the jewel of our county. It used to be easier because I would come home that way after derby practice on Sundays, but I don't practice on Sundays anymore. Right. So I'm never just out there. Yeah. But like, it's it's a, it's a great it's a great thing to do in the fall is to go to the White House Fruit Farm where, you know, you, you hang out, you you drink some cider, you, you oh, pick up some cider. jerky and a donut, you... You walk around a little bit and you appreciate the... Some pepper bread. Yeah. And uh, just, you know, all the nice things that they have out there and just and generally enjoy it. if you don't get a blueberry it. donut, I don't even want to talk to you. The, there is There are two blueberry donuts and the one is far superior to me. They have two different ones? Yes, I believe. They have the frosted and the unfrosted blueberry donut. Oh, frosted. I go unfrosted. Really? I'm an unfrosted man. I've never had the unfrosted one, honestly. Ooh. So we'll have to have a taste test. I think we're going to have Maybe to. we'll do that as a segment. Yeah. <laughs> Acquire donuts. <laughs> um, but I think that'd be a nice thing to do. I think it'd be nice to, you know, like you said, take a fall drive or for that matter, like walk through Mill Creek Park while it's really, you know, fall, fall. We um, need to do that. It's, uh, 
And, and, and another thing, and we haven't done this together yet in our, you know, over three years of dating each other. But I want to make pumpkins. I want to make okay. jack-o'-lanterns for Halloween this year. I've cut them open for their seeds, but I haven't yeah. made a jack-o'-lantern in years. I think it'd be really nice. I can't remember the last time I made a jack-o'-lantern. All right. They're a big, ridiculous mess. Yes. Um, <laughs> if know. we are going to make them, though, I am going to make pumpkin seeds. Mm-hmm. Because I use every part of the pumpkin. <laughs> and it's also, a respectfulness thing. Well, also, I love pumpkin seeds, but you mm-hmm. can't buy good pumpkin seeds. I can't eat pumpkin seeds. They just, they end up stuck all they over my teeth. They are pretty sharty. Yeah. Not Shart- to be confused with sharty. Different consonant. Sharty. Shardy. Shardy. Shards. Little shards. Blue cheese. Blue cheese. Blue cheese. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I thought of something. Okay. Wh- what? <laughs> um, so, someone was just uh, in a group that I'm, in, that I'm in was discussing the fact that they went somewhere with their uh, mother-in-law, went to like a restaurant and their mother-in-law was asking, she was asked what kind of dressing she wanted for her salad, mm-hmm. and very haughtily was like, I would like a nice Roquefort. And they were like, a what? And she was like, Roquefort. <laughs> and then when they still didn't get it, she was like, blue cheese. A what? It's a specific kind of blue cheese, but no one makes Roquefort dressing. Just say blue cheese. Yeah, what the hell's that about? But yeah, when you said blue cheese, it reminded me of that recently. And I was like, stop being haughty at the people who work at this chain steakhouse. (laughs) Yeah, that's like asking too much. Right. It's like, I I would like blue cheese dressing, but I would like a very specific blue cheese dressing. I like cheese and am familiar with all sorts of cheese. (laughs) I would not know what someone was talking about if they said that to me. Right. Me either. I don't even think it was that she was demanding a specific type of blue cheese dressing. I think it was just she was just trying to say it in a fancy way. I don't like that. I don't either. (laughs) I don't like that at all. I'm a real woman of the people. Yeah. Just say, give me some of that cheese stuff. Yeah. When, I, when I'm eating blue cheese, <laughs> it's usually with, you know, buffalo wings. Right. Because I am also one of the people. I thought you were going to say, I am also a woman of the people. <laughs> I was going to be like, well, learning well, new things every day. Well. All right. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just uh, thinking about fall. I'm getting excited about fall, and I want it to be a nice fall. And I want to do something, like, valuable with fall and really appreciate it, you know? How many more times can we say fall? Fall. (laughs) Someone count them for us, please. I want to, you know, I want to do better with uh, raking the leaves this year, and I want to watch my dog run through them. Yeah. (laughs) You know? So when my dog Gwen was alive, one of my great joys in my life was the fact that she knew the difference between crunchy leaves and non-crunchy leaves, and she liked the crunchy leaves as much as I did. Yeah. I took her on a... She was not very good at going on walks because we always had a fenced-in backyard and never really made it a priority to walk her very well. Yeah. So I started taking her on walks a little later in her life, and it was fall, and I noticed she would, like, target the piles of crunchy leaves on the side of the road, like, yeah. walk directly for them. Yeah. And I was like, this is the cutest thing I've ever seen because this dog and I are the same. This dog knows leaves. <laughs> she did. It was so adorable. 
And when we would go in the wintertime, she would avoid the piles of snow. She, like, could distinguish between masses and what they were made of. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, oh, nope, not that snow stuff. Not into that. That's cold. But those leaves, I'm all about that leaf life. All about that leaf life. Hashtag leaf life. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I don't know. I just wanted to mention fall. I like fall. Fall's great. Let's uh, get excited about fall. Fall's coming. Fall will be here soon. Fall for fall. And then before you know it, fall's gone. Yeah. Never long enough. So let's do something nice with fall. Okay. All right. I am going to cover myself in cinnamon. Sure. That's what I'm going to do for fall. (laughs) Okay. All right. I'm going to make myself a little pumpkin spice latte. I'm going to make, (laughs) turn myself into one. Yeah. Transform into ultimate white girl form. Mm hmm. As basic as you can go. <laughs> I think that's how it works, right? When they say back to basic, <clears throat> that's what they mean, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I like the idea that like uh, white girl super saiyan form is transforming into like a spice latte. I just got the mental image of like, you know how like during Halloween there's like the girls who dress sexy and then there's the girls who just go all out. <laughs> I just got this image yeah. of this girl who's like thinks she's gonna be sexy, but she's just wearing like a giant Starbucks cup <laughs> as her costume. <laughs> There's no way to make sexy Starbucks cup work. It's just not on, a form fitting. On How I Met Your Mother, there's a gag about someone who goes as a sexy jack o' lantern, and it's a really funny bit because it's like a pumpkin costume with just like the boobs cut out. Oh my god. I mean she's wearing a bra, but it's like sexy oh. jack-o-lantern it's the only way to do a sexy jack-o-lantern <laughs> is to reveal a little bit of something. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's weird. what I'm thinking of Starbucks cup which is like the boobs off for no reason. Like I, they could I, be white so it's like the foam on the top of the latte. All I can picture is oh hey, that's not a bad idea actually. Yeah. Now I'm getting it. Yeah. I didn't think I... Now I get it. Mm-hmm. You could have a hat that is the lid. Right. Yeah. We got this. I'm picturing the album art for Whipped Cream and Other Delights. Kind of like That's that. That's what I'm picturing. Not quite like that. But maybe a little bit like that. I mean, you can't, like you can't get sexier than that. No, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> that for me is like at the back of my like reptile brain prototypical hot thing is the album cover. For whipped cream and other delights. Can't blame me there. <clears throat> you own that album, don't you? I do. <laughs> I'm gonna keep an eye on that album. <clears throat> Make sure you're not just not like by your bedside table. <laughs> I've said it before, but maybe not on this podcast. That was the wo- that was the moment where my brain like woke up and went, "Oh shit, women, women are hot. Women, I get it now." <laughs> it only took one being <clears throat> totally immersed in whipped topping. That but... kind of did it. That was really, I, I know how weird and specific that is, but that was like eight-year-old me was like, okay, I get it. And now like, we totally always have whipped topping. <laughs> anyway, let's take a break. <laughs> um, little break break? We will you mean back. now we can take a now little break? Now we can take a little break I'm not forgetting anything? No, we, I think we did it. All right. Uh, <laughs> you winked at me. I, I didn't mean to, but you're right, I did. <laughs> okay. Weird. I'm going to blame that on the wine. We're going to take a break. We'll be back in a minute with the main segment for this episode. Stick around.
And we're back. And we're back. Yeah. Are you ready for this? Man, I don't know. <laughs> this is, is going to be a really weird one. Do you want to introduce it? Or do I, you want me to just... I wouldn't mind introducing it? this one. Okay. This is a topic that makes me outright nauseous, which I think is why I wanted you to do the research on this. <laughs> um... I first became, I think, actually aware that this was a thing because of an episode of My Strange Addiction or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I found reference to that in my research. This is, and we've even talked a little bit about it on the show before in various capacities. We, we have referenced it several times. <laughs> it's, guess we're just not going to stop. We're gluttons for punishment. Yeah, apparently. Uh, th- we are going to talk about urine therapy. And yes. the ways that people try to use their own pee to heal the body, because that makes so much sense. Yeah. Now, I didn't tell you before, but I have a little something prepared. You and I are actually going to try it. <laughs> now, I know that my glass says lemonade on it. Oh, my God. But just ignore that. Oh, bleh. No, we're not doing that. <laughs> we're not doing that. We're not that hands-on. You're no. no. <laughs> I'm glad we're not that hands up. This isn't the try guys. I actually or thought about it. Did you really? For like a second, it went fuck no. Well, you know what? <laughs> First of all, can I tell you how much I admire that? That I thought that, about that it. You even, that you let the possibility into your head. <laughs> Honestly, I mean that's the nature of this show. We I mean to... that's the level of dedication I have. I let the thoughts <laughs> enter my head for a second at least. I love you for having considered it, and I love you for having rejected it. <laughs> Both things. Well, let's just get into it. Let's. So, alternative names for urine therapy are urotherapy, urinotherapy, orin therapy, shivambu, uropathy, autourine therapy. One of those is not like the others. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'll talk about shivambu. Shivambu. It sounds um, fun. It is fun to say. Yeah. Um... And then a lot of people refer to urine as the water of life, and I'll explain why. But you see a lot of references to, oh, the, oh it's the water of life. Like, casual references in, like, these urine therapy circles. Like, okay. it's become an adopted term, like a universal term yeah. for urine. Right. It's, like, almost deitizes it, you yeah, know? Yeah, it's weird reverence for pee. Yeah, but if you believe that it is the answer to all of your qualms, yeah, then uh, yeah, I guess you would the water, handle it that the way. Water of life. The water of life. That sounds nice. But let's let's talk about what it is. What pee is? What urine therapy is? Okay. We I think we all know what pee is. Do we have a baseline? But it is a form of liquid waste. <laughs> does everyone pee here? Yeah. Ever everyone do pee in someone? <laughs> Do a little pee-pee? Y'all do pee? <laughs> Have you guys done pee? <laughs> um, it's the practice of using urine for medicinal or cosmetic purposes. Mm-hmm. Um, it has been used... Urine has been used traditionally, like, in a, in a bunch of different, like, historic civilizations and, and whatnot. Okay. But this was popularized in the early 20th century by a guy named John W. Armstrong. He was a British naturopath. 
naturally. <laughs> okay. His family used urine to treat minor stings and toothaches. Now, we've all heard of a couple things of people being like, oh, I got stung, piss on it. Sure. And I will address that later. Okay. <laughs> um, hint, don't piss on it. Okay. <laughs> uh, but the the inspiration that his family <clears throat> used for deciding that was a thing they should do, yeah. and it seems also kind of universal, was the biblical proverb 515, drink waters out of thine own cistern and running waters out of thine own well. And my response to this was, <laughs> the look on your face is I'm great. I'm fucking horrified. <laughs> my response to this is, methinks his family took one of the few literal lessons in the Bible <laughs> metaphorically in a very incorrect way. <laughs> I think they yeah. were just talking about cisterns. Sure seems like it. Not internal cisterns. <laughs> yeah, right. Why would you go out of your way to interpret it that way? But when you look up urine therapy you see that passage over and over and over again like a lot of people latched onto this because he did write a book and i'm sure he had that in his book and his book was really the beginning of like this becoming popularized in a big way like i said there have always been people who did it yeah but in modern times it really was like his works are still referenced okay all the time um He treated his own ill health. I couldn't find exactly what was wrong, but he treated it with a 45-day urine and tap water fast. In 1918, he started prescribing urine therapy treatments to thousands of patients. And in 1944, The Water of Life, a treatise on urine therapy, um, that's the book he wrote. That's like the founding document in this field. And it was sold widely. But in India... In 1959, um, Rao Manabai Patel wrote Manal Mutra, and it references Shivam, the Shivambu Kalpa Treatise on the pharmaceutical value of urine. It also references the water of life, like there is, are all becoming interconnected, but that's where Shivambu comes from. Okay. It's another document about... Shivambu. Drinking your own piss. It's just so much fun. Um, It's also, this practice is mentioned in yogic texts, the Vayavahara Sutra and Hatha Yoga Pradapika, and Ayurvedic texts like the Sushruto Samhita, the Bhava Prakasha, and the Harit. Wait, so all of those different texts mention... Some form of drinking or using your own pee? Yes. That's a lot. But according to medical anthropologist Joseph Atler, uh, Savambu and Amaroli practices resemble the practices of John Armstrong more than they resemble the practices of like these ancient yogic and Ayurvedic texts. Oh, so you can guess that their pedigree had less to do with those old texts and more to do with Armstrong. Yeah, they they probably reference those things because they're like, here's someone else backing up this weird thing that we're doing. Yeah. But they're really like kind of devotees to him, okay. not necessarily the more ancient practices of it. Okay. And you can imagine like in ancient cultures when water wasn't really reliable, 
it might have been more reliable to drink your own pee. I mean, that's why we started drinking alcohol once we discovered it is because yeah. it was sterile. And a lot of people do tend to believe that urine is sterile. Yeah. Which is something I'll talk about later as well. <laughs> okay. So urine therapy has been used with other alternative medicines also, uh, specifically homeopathy. So people will combine these kind of things together. Yeah. Um, I gotta say, it would be more suitable to me if I had to choose. I would take a drop of piss mixed in with a whole lot of water versus <laughs> Homeo- just straight yeah. piss. Homeopathic urine therapy. Only sounds- time I choose homeopathy. <laughs> That's a really funny observation. Um, it's claimed that Thai people have practiced urophagia for a long time. But the Department of Thai Traditional and Alternative Medicine says there's no record of the practice. Um, Mm. Also, just a couple things I didn't write down, but I found later. um, It was like the Prime Minister of India, I think, that suggested urine therapy to his people in lieu of being able to afford better medical treatment. And in my head, I'm like, if you're the fucking prime minister, I think it's your job to figure out a way to provide better medical treatment to these people and make sure they they can afford it versus telling them to drink their own piss. Yeah. If that's not equivalent to saying let them eat cake, I don't fucking know what it (laughs) is. Yeah, right. Let them drink their own piss. It's negligent. Yeah. So I thought, and I'm sure he couched it. I'm not trying to get in a fight with the prime minister, but. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Fighting words. (laughs) Shots fired. I'm sure that there, like, obviously there is history of this being done in India. Sure. There are those beliefs and those texts that exist there. So I'm sure he said it in such a way that it was like, no, you should do this thing. But the way the information was presented to me that he basically was encouraging it because people couldn't afford other medical treatment. I'm like, well, that's your fucking problem. (laughs) Yeah, right. If it's not your problem... Whose is it? Yeah. Like, come it's, on, man. <laughs> it's weird. It's like in in that position, it is it is absolutely your responsibility to help people find ways to better themselves. Better treatments than your own urine. Not to sweep That's, it under the rug. So any future world leaders, this is a benchmark. <laughs> Just anything better than encouraging your people to drink their own urine. Yeah, right. Is already good. Yeah, you can't do worse than that. <laughs> well, you could. You could. You shouldn't. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then the other thing is that I looked exhaustively for different studies, and there are references to this being scientifically backed, but can't really find anything. And then there... I found reference to some studies, and then I could never find that study again. Okay. But I'll talk about that more later. There was one study I found that did specifically research, like, urine therapy. But the context of it was whether it's a valid option in places like remote parts of Africa that don't have access to other medicines and whether this is something people should try. Okay, so it's act- it's actually testing the use case put forward by the Prime Minister of India. Where it's kind like, of, but it wasn't in India. It, it was in Africa. Right, but like the general idea is if people really don't have access to anything, right. is, is this, this better something than they nothing? should do? Exactly. And I think the conclusion was kind of like, no. Yeah. Because it this it was 
in Africa where it tends to be very hot. There aren't good sanitation procedures in place. Mm -hmm. It tends to harbor bacteria. And one of the case studies that they were kind of discussing was like people using it on children. So they're like, fuck no. Yeah. Don't don't, do that. Don't give children anything with a bunch of bacteria in it. Yeah. So, but again, a lot of people do tend to think that urine is sterile or at least start sterile. Mm-hmm. Um, fun fact, an exhaustive description of the composition of urine was prepared for the, for NASA in 1971. Don't know why, but it was. Space pee. Space pee. Space pee naturally. Um, so because of that, we know that urine is 95% water. Mm-hmm. I saw some accounts that it's like 95 or 96%, but basically around there. Yeah. It uh, also contains urea. Chloride, sodium, potassium, creatinine, other dissolved ions, and inorganic and organic compounds. Um, So basically, salts, bunch of waste. Yeah. Couple things that you would find in your body anyway, sodium, potassium. Mm -hmm. Of course, because urine is a form of removing waste, there are other things that you can occasionally find in your urine. I'll talk about that a little later. Um (laughs) Ooh, exciting. Nothing, not in super specific details, but just like, yeah, yeah, I'll get to it. Um, There's no sign, again, no scientific evidence of a therapeutic use for untreated urine. There's no real evidence. There are studies that people reference. Yeah. But there's, I I do have a section just on this, but they're just, I'm going to say it as many times as I want. (laughs) No real data for that. Yeah. Um, So one form of urine therapy most people have heard of is using urine for jellyfish stings or wasp or bee stings. Yeah. Or on sunburn cuts and blood vessel bursts. Mm-hmm. And it turns out that this can actually activate nematocysts at the site of a sting. And nematocysts are like little organisms that basically cause pain. They're like really basic organisms, but they are the things responsible for the sting in like jellyfish stings. Really? Yeah. They're little organisms? Yeah. They're like probably single cell or couple cell organisms. They're very basic. Okay. But they can be at the site of a sting and they can, urine could possibly activate them and make the pain worse. So if you're in already in pain from a jellyfish sting, you, it might be negligible, but it's not going to help is the point. Like it's, it doesn't help. Right. And in my like, I came across a couple like forums and Reddit posts and stuff of when I specifically when I was trying to find some articles, like some scientific articles about urine therapy. Um, someone was like, hey, I know my friend that drinks his own pee. Like it is there like there's like several posts of people being like, I know someone who does this. Is it valid? And okay. people were basically like, no. But one of the comments, one of the responses was like, um, excuse me, anyone who's ever had a jellyfish sting, you pee on that and then tell me it doesn't immediately make it feel better and then tell me this isn't valid. Okay. And I was like, 
have fun with that, bro. But no, <laughs> the indignance of it, the attitude. It was, it was so uh, such me. attitude. It was amazing. Um, just seeps right through the page, doesn't it? It makes me think it could have been a troll because yeah. it has a right tone. Yeah, but right. who knows? It's the internet. Everyone's trolls. Um, <laughs> yeah. So there are lots of claims about urine therapy. Um, one is that it removes toxins. Sure. Whatever those are, whatever <laughs> that means. Whatever vague thing is a toxin. Whatever you're referring to as toxins. Um, it can be a treatment for allergies. Um, and I wrote next to some of these the reasoning behind why it would be a treatment for the allergies. The reasoning is that you're in your urine, you do have antibodies and antigens to things. Okay. So that they're thinking that by ingesting it, you can somehow absorb and use those antibodies. Okay. Um, maybe, it like... Seems, it seems like once they go in your stomach, everything's just being pulverized and attacked for, right. for being like, broken down again. The thing is, if you were in somehow isolating and injecting these antigens into your system, sure, maybe... Yeah. Or these antibodies into your system, sure, maybe. But the way we get antibodies in our system in the first place is our immune system develops them. Uh-huh. So whatever antibodies and antigens are in your pee are probably already in your body. Yeah, right. Yeah. So I don't really see how that's useful. And I know there are other treatments people say, like eating honey from a local, like if you have pollen allergies... Eating honey from your local area can possibly help you build up some kind of immunity to your allergies because it's like small exposure to it. Mm -hmm. Some people say that doesn't do anything either, but that I can kind of see as feasible. Ingesting your own urine, which might contain antibodies. Yeah. I don't know that. I don't think that has any, (laughs) any real truth to it yeah right it seems like Um, a stretch there are of course as always people that say that ingesting your own urine can cure cancer Uh, Uh uh-huh the evilest of claims Mm -hmm. that never stops driving me insane i even came across videos and people saying you know just try this first and then if it doesn't work then try the other treatments and it's like what if it's too late yeah. There was someone that said, like, why even bother getting tested? Do this and see if you feel better. That's not how cancer works. No. You don't always feel bad or you don't always feel it getting worse. Yeah, right. You can't go by that. If you have cancer, you need treatment for cancer. Yeah, and you can't afford to waste time. Yeah. And there are a bunch of scenarios and some of very famous, very wealthy people yeah. who could have afforded the best treatments out there. And they went a different route, mm-hmm. an unproven route, yeah. and later regretted it. So yeah. do the valid medical treatments that are available to you first. Don't. Yeah. I understand if you're running out of time and nothing else is working. Sure, drink your own piss. Yeah, right. Like, if you're in that last-ditch effort, like, I get that. Yeah. But don't try this first. Don't. It's not wise. It's the long shot, no matter how you measure it. Yeah. Um, It's used for cosmetic purposes. It can promote... 
I'm going to say it can, but <laughs> just know that these are the claims. Right. This is what they're saying. Yes. It can promote hair growth. Um, <laughs> it can be used to treat acne. And this would be treated by the antibacteria in the urine, of yeah. course. Yeah. So this would be like mostly a topical application. You know, just rub piss on your face. Um, <laughs> I'm picturing the bald guy pouring pee on his own head. Yeah. That is fun. He's got to smell great. <laughs> um, it enhances immunity and can fight viruses, again, because of these antigens and antibodies. That's not how those work. <laughs> it promotes a healthy heart because urokinase enzyme that is in urine prevents blockage of blood vessels. Um, it can promote better sleep because melatonin in urine, melatonin supports better sleep. And somehow the logic was that it can also like help heal your kidneys, which produce melatonin. So they would produce more melatonin. And so it's a cycle of helping your body get to sleep better and produce more melatonin naturally. Okay. Just to be clear, they're arguing that drinking pee is good for the kidney. Yes. Okay. Yeah, that's what one thing I saw said. There's so many claims. That seems like a really especially unlikely claim. It's one of these... It's one of these, like, natural health remedy things Mm -hmm. that it's... As soon as you hear one claim, there's ten more. Like, anything you could think of that people would want to treat, there's someone out there saying, well, just drink your piss, that'll help. Like, <laughs> it's impossible to nail down. And this was really hard to find stuff on. Yeah. Because there's so many people claiming so many things. And I'm like, why do I care about what any single one of these people is saying? Like, I don't know who you are or what you're doing or like. Yeah. Like, there's not even, it's not it's even like hard there's. hard to pin down. It's not even like there's such a thing as a leading authority on drinking your own pee really, is there? Right. Which is a good time to mention, just briefly, David Avocado Wolf, because he's one of the first times. I didn't do any further look into him and his relationship with urine therapy, <laughs> because I already know he advocates for it, and yeah. that's all I needed to oh, know. Oh, God, I so but, hope that guy drinks his own pee. Oh, I'm sure he does. I so Doesn't he hope look he like does. a guy that drinks his own he pee? He looks like he smells like a guy that does. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you, if so, you haven't seen a picture, uh, you, you look at him and tell me he doesn't look like he smells like he drinks pee. Urine and patchouli. That's what I bet he smells like. <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong. You are so not wrong. That is gross. <laughs> Nothing against patchouli. I think it's a lovely scent. Sure. But he's the kind of dude that would smell like patchouli and his own urine. Yeah. Um, just a, a little mention here. Madonna apparently has uh, used pee. She pees on her feet in the shower to treat her athlete's foot. <laughs> I'm Get sorry. some clotrimazole from Walgreens. <laughs> I Jesus. Lo- I love the the idea of just Madonna peeing on her own feet. It's yeah. just funny to me. I mean, just admit you like to piss in the shower. Don't, don't you know? Don't make it don't like make it a... Some, baby, Madonna. Madonna, darling. Just admit you just like to have a nice piss while you're standing. Just I admit understand. it. We'll understand. It's fine, Madonna. Jeez. Madonna, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Get some antifungals from the doctor. 
come on. Is there, there's no, is there no evidence to suggest that peeing on your feet is it's, good for that? No, it's just like everything else. Okay. It's just like everything else. I thought maybe, I thought maybe we'd find that to be I don't true. think there's any antifungal in urine. Yeah. Only thing that maybe would be like urea, sure. which is used. Urea is used to treat like acne and infections and stuff. Mm-hmm. But we're talking low the, concentrations, aren't we? Uh, I think like because it's it's only I think like ten percent is the highest I've seen. Well, it's like well, I mean, like uh, of all of in your the pee, urine, yeah, it's not very high concentration. Since ninety five percent is already right. water, very low amounts. Yeah. Um, so there's that. It's not as concentrated as what you would actually use, and also it's like. Not a pure form of it. If you're using straight urine, there's a bunch of other stuff in it. You're not getting enough of the thing that is all actually treating what you're trying to treat. Right. It's like, nice try, but you're missing the mark a little bit. Yeah, you need to get some stronger pee. Come on. So there, we've kind of touched on it, but there are a couple methods of treatment. One is to drink your urine. <laughs> Another yeah. is to massage it topically onto the skin. Ugh. And a third, which I didn't find too much information on, was to use a urine wet pack applied to the affected area, which I'm assuming is just like a a pissy piece of fabric that you keep on the area. (laughs) Just a a pissy old rag that you hold (laughs) on to your body. Um, Ew. But basically, it's just another topical application. Sure. Um, The... Execution of urine therapy is pretty straightforward. <laughs> make urine, drink urine, repeat. Yeah. Or make urine, apply to skin, repeat. Apply directly um, to the forehead. <laughs> urine, apply directly to the forehead. I mean, if that's your problem area, then yeah. <laughs> In that old T zone. We <laughs> like to call it the P zone. <laughs> nice. I like it. <laughs> So, um, here's some tips. Okay. Thank God. Fruits and veggies make urine taste better. Oh. Um, dehydrated urine is gross, so drink lots of water. Like, we all know, like, if we've ever had, like, a day where we didn't drink enough water and we can tell because it's, like, really yellow, it tends to smell more, like, distinctly of pee. Yeah. Right? Like, it smells more than if it's... It's higher like water concentrated content. pee. Yeah. yeah. Makes sense. I get less that. water, it's less, you know, there's more waste in it and less just straight up water. Yeah. Um protein makes urine taste bad and salt makes urine taste salty. <laughs> and of course we've heard of like other things that like urine can smell like different things that you eat or look different based on things that you eat. Sure. It could affect the taste as well, I'm sure. I would think. Um also, uh, most of these come from, like, people who were like, yeah, I drank my own urine, and these are the things that this is the way I was eating to make this feasible. I watched a little bit of a video of a guy who used to, he decided to stop drinking his own urine, but he was a big proponent of it. He didn't stop because he didn't think it worked. Okay. He stopped because it just became less convenient for him. He had changed his diet. 
so it wasn't as appealing to him. <laughs> and, and also his like lifestyle changed, so he didn't have as much opportunity to catch his piss midstream in the morning <laughs> and do whatever he had to do. So, yeah. But he basically discussed the fact that he changed his diet from a mostly raw diet to a higher protein diet, and so that affected the way that it tasted. And he's not a person who drinks a lot of water early in the morning. Okay. And for him... Health-wise, he didn't feel it necessary to do that. But normally you would catch your, like, first pee of the day. And so it just, it was always kind of, like, gnarly. And he didn't want to do that, <laughs> essentially, is what it boiled down to. Oh, um, God. Okay. What it trickled down to, I guess. <laughs> wow. All the puns. All the N- pee puns. Nice. Um, also a warning, and this is coming from me. Okay. If you take any medicines or other drugs, be very careful about drinking your own urine. If you're going to do that, like, if you're going to do you're that, seriously and we do that, can't stop you, and we can't stop you, I don't suggest it anyways. But urine is a waste product. Yeah. It logically doesn't make sense why you would want to put a waste, a waste product back into your body. We get rid of it for a reason. Yeah. But that being said, some medicines. Or I am going to use the word toxins, but I mean it literally like anything that your body has too much of and needs to get rid of. Yeah. um, It's done a lot through urine. Um, They're removed that way. And some substances are metabolized, meaning broken down into a different form. And the metabolites are excreted in the urine. And some metabolites are active and some are inactive. Mm-hmm. But if it's active, you could be affecting yourself in unexpected ways. Like, yeah. even if you're on a regular prescription drug, it could be one that some of it isn't metabolized. And it just comes, the excess comes out in your pee. So if you were to drink your own pee and you're also taking your normal dose of the medicine, yeah. you could be overdosing yourself on your medicine and not realize it. Right. Or you could be um, ingesting a metabolite of that medicine that will have an undesired effect on you that you're also not expecting. I didn't even think about that, but it turns, if it turns into something different that was never really part of the original composition of that medicine, that's the point of urine. Our body breaks stuff down. Yeah. And urine is the way we get rid of the unwanted things. Yeah. And I, I want to point this out because we had, um, (laughs) seen this video and it is related um, if you want an extreme example of this, yeah. please watch this video by the comedian Jessa Reed. Uh, it's called Meth P on the oh, show This God. Is Not Happening. Oh, that story. Um, but she is a former meth addict, and she got to the point of ingesting her own urine for reasons. Mm-hmm. And that is an example of what can happen in her case it was intentional right but what can happen if you take a drug like meth and then you drink your own pee yeah. not encouraging it no it's no bad news no don't do it but but it's some people just got their reasons yeah just an example that like this is a real thing if you want to like that's something that isn't metabolized by the body. Yeah. Body doesn't know how to metabolize it. So it comes out the same as it goes in. Yeah. The same form. So it is an active drug in your urine. Yeah. So be careful. <laughs> yeah, right. 
Um, just don't do this. There's too many unknowns. You don't know. It is a waste product and you don't know what's in there. Why are you trying to put it back into yourself? You know, it's funny. There doesn't exist to be a, a large group of people that are out there saying you should be eating your own poop for medical purposes. And I just can't help but wonder why. I thought you were going to say vomit and I was going to say I haven't looked into it, but I did <laughs> see a link for vomit therapy somewhere. No! No, that's so... That's even worse. I haven't looked it up. Oh, my God. That's upsetting. Um, So, yeah. And also, Jessa Reed is just a very funny comedian and a very blunt, honest, straightforward person. Yeah. And talks very openly about her past. Clearly. <laughs> yeah. Is, as is evidenced by the pee drinking story. Yeah. yeah. So, um... Most devotees drink their midstream morning urine. <laughs> some drink it fresh and hot. Uh. Uh, some mix it with juice or pour it over fruit. <laughs> you can uh, take a couple drops of urine and mix it with a tablespoon of water and uh, put it sub like under your tongue and let it absorb sublingually. Um, these, this information and some other information I got was from the Skeptics Dictionary. Oh. The entry for urine therapy, which was a helpful That's place. awesome. Um, if the warnings and advice haven't put you off, <laughs> um, I'm going to give you some recipes. <laughs> oh, no. So there is a site called Plum World, like P-L-U-M-B World. Oh. It's a UK online bathroom retailer. Like they sell plumbing stuff, toilets and Everything else. Where is um, this going? A while ago, they gained some notoriety for manufacturing a product called the Private P. It's a privacy. I wrote it's a privacy P for men. <laughs> That's not what it is. It's a privacy curtain. It's a privacy P for <laughs> it's men. It's a privacy P. <laughs> what the fuck? It's a privacy curtain. Yeah. For men to use at public urinals. So you're basically wearing a giant creepy cape at the <laughs> urinal that you drape over the urinal. Oh, but, shoot. So this is this is what I feel about them. I think this is a smart company yeah. that occasionally uses marketing yeah. to make satirical or ironic or yeah. funny products There's to get attention. Yeah, to their actual business, which is they're just a plumbing retailer yeah. in the UK. So, according to them, well, I just want to change the word P to curtain real quick, just so I know years <laughs> from now what I was trying to say. Sure. Um, you know, just for the record. This is going to be important. This reminds me a bit of the Euro Club. Do you remember this? Mm -mm. This was an actual product marketed towards men on golf courses. It was a golf club. That you could unscrew the part of the handle and pee into it. <laughs> that sounds like the kind of thing this company would make. Yeah, something absurd that no one actually needs or probably even wants. But it is pee related. Yeah, my thought about the, the privacy curtain was like, it's not necessarily just like someone seeing your dick that is the problem. It's like... <laughs> The anxiety of other people being around you and hearing other people and right. then seeing you there standing there. They don't have to be seeing your penis. Like, yeah. I don't think that addresses the problem. But, lo, Although that's that, not the point. That is that is ultimately, I think, the largest men's room concern is everyone yeah. stop looking at my penis. 
Yeah, but I don't. If you're pee shy in public restrooms, <laughs> I don't know if that would solve the problem. Yeah, but right. I don't think they were really trying to solve that problem. I think they were trying to go viral, and I think that it worked. Clearly. So they tried again. <laughs> According to them, they did a survey out of curiosity um, to see how many people drink their own pee. And <laughs> they said the results were stunning. But the results were anonymous, so they could yeah. be skewed. They might not be accurate. Could be people being like, what, you're asking me if I drink my own pee? Yeah. Of right. course I do. <laughs> of course. <laughs> when asked, the answer will always be yes, yeah, anonymous. Because I'm anonymous. Um, but they decided to make some urine cocktail recipes. Ooh. 25, to be exact. T- 25 recipes? Yes. And this book of cocktail recipes. Oh, crap. I left my phone upstairs. Oh. It's free to download. I have it downloaded on my phone. <laughs> but. Okay. You're in luck, yeah, because I uh, wrote down a few of them. Okay. Now these do not contain alcohol, because um, the purpose of this of drinking your own urine is usually to be healthier. And ingesting alcohol maybe not the healthiest choice. So these do not contain alcohol. Wow, decent um, logic. Yeah. So the first one that I wrote down was the espresso martini. Ugh. Oh, of course, like espresso martini. Naturally. Contains urine, coffee syrup, simple syrup, a uh, cup of coffee beans to top it. Uh, there's one called Wee Sting instead of Bee Sting. Okay. It's urine, runny honey, which I don't know what that is, but some kind of honey, um, apple juice, and ginger ale. There's the, I gotta say, their names are so <laughs> on point. Yeah, they're pretty good. Um... The golden shower. Oh God! Ugh. Orange juice, apple juice, urine, Galliano, which I don't know what that is. And then the, I was gonna stop at those three, but then I saw this—the name of this one—and I had to write it down. Yeah, it's called the dark and urine. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, there's another. That wasn't my last one. There's okay. another one that was my last one. It's worse. It's but the worse. dark and the dark and urine is ginger beer and urine. Like a dark and stormy. Sure. Um, yeah, the one that's worse. Yeah. Do you want to guess what it's called? I don't. I can't. I won't. <laughs> it's called a bloody urine. Oh. Instead of a bloody Mary. Oh. It's urine, lemon juice, tomato juice, Worcestershire, Tabasco, salt, and pepper. Oh, man. Basically, <laughs> any cocktail, but replace the alcohol with urine. With your own piss. Yeah. Or the piss of a friend. But you know. I'll have to show you this book later. It actually looks like super classy. <laughs> like it's really well done. Yeah. Um, and the names are hysterical. Unbelievable. There's 25 of them. That's just five. Um, so again, is there any scientific validity? Moving <laughs> straight past that. <laughs> moving moving right past all I that disgusting. That, I thought it was hilarious. God, I can't believe there's recipes. I mean, again, I I think they're doing it. Sure. It's tongue in cheek. Poking fun at it and to get attention, but they're yeah. really funny. <laughs> so good job them. Um is there any scientific validity to all of this? Not really. Um, people tend to believe that conspiracy, that like 
Well, you don't hear about it because Big Pharma just doesn't want you to know. <laughs> yeah, the, the classic internet tagline, doctors hate him. Yeah. Guys, this is a logic, a logical fallacy. Yeah. If there is something so big, so amazing that it's doing things like curing cancer reliably yeah. and all this other stuff, you're going to know. It could not be suppressed. You're not going to be able to suppress it. Yeah. So, no, that's... A logical fallacy. It's a conspiracy. Yeah. It's never it's um, never a valid argument. There are lots of claims about what it can do, like I discussed earlier. Nothing logically makes sense. Yeah. Um, as far as how it would work or why it would work. Um, and there are claims of there being scientific research, but I couldn't really find any. Mm-hmm. Um there was I did I don't remember where in my research I saw it. There was reference to some research that was done at some point, but I believe it was from like the 1950s. And the research that was done was on urea. And it was like directly injected into like tumors and stuff, like straight urea, not urine. Yeah, not pee. (laughs) So that's why I'm like, okay, well, you're taking this information and applying it to your thing, your urine therapy, yeah. and claiming it's a direct relation. It's not. And I'm not entirely sure that the results that they got in the first place from that treatment was necessarily, or from that study, were necessarily accurate. Uh-huh. It was a long time ago. And if the research were that important or that big, it would have been replicated. Right. And I would have been able to find more recent articles. That's a good point. If, so, if there was anything noteworthy, people would have kept trying to repeat it. And again, urea is a medical treatment. It is used topically. Mm-hmm. Straight urea in yeah. higher concentrations that, than what you find in urine. Right. Um, so most likely, yeah, sure, if you had a really high concentration of urea in your urine, maybe you could do something. Yeah. But you don't. <laughs> and you don't. You have a bunch of other stuff in there, and who knows if that could cause more harm than good. Like you just don't know. Yeah. So just like go get a cream from your doctor. <laughs> like get actual um, medicine. Uh, I I just wrote in all caps. It's not the same as urine. <laughs> I want to quickly address a myth. Okay. That myth is that urine is sterile, or that urine is sterile it until it hits the air outside your body or touches your skin your external skin i'm glad you're talking about this because this is a thing that we have even talked about in the past with some degree of certainty that like that inside the body at least urine is sterile it's not true urine is never sterile it always contains at least small amounts of bacteria because it's a waste product yeah that makes sense so i believe this It contains bacteria even before leaving the body. And I kind of was under the impression that maybe it's sterile leaving the, as it leaves the body, but very quickly it's not sterile. But no, it's never, it's not sterile. Hmm. Anything your body produces, your body is not sterile. Yeah, that makes sense. We are not sterile. We're covered in bacteria. Yeah. So there's no reason to think that the inside of you would somehow be more sterile than the outside of you. Well, I really learned something here because I did not. I mean, I've been under the impression for a long time about it that is a thing. widespread myth. Yeah. People do think that. And that's one of the reasons people think it's OK to like 
pee on open wounds as a form of treatment. Because sure. we're like, well, if it's directly from the spout, it's sterile. <laughs> it's not how it works. Right from the spout. <laughs> and real quick, mm-hmm. I want to discuss a um, couple YouTubers I saw. One notable because her, her YouTube handle is you're in it to win it. Oh, my God. <laughs> I had to. You, I had to. You saw that and went in big yes, time. Yes. I yeah. clicked her video because of the name, so yeah. good on her. I knew it. <laughs> um, she, in her video, she, she, you know, had her own health issues and things, and, and that's why she started doing this, and she debated whether or not she was going to make this a part of her YouTube channel. Yeah. Um, but uh, clearly she did, and she went all in with the name, and then... Um, she claimed that when someone told her about urine therapy, they told her about this person named Monica Schutt, who was 60 years old but looked 20. Okay. And so she was, like, convinced from that. I looked up this Monica Schutt person because anytime someone says, this person's 60 and they look 20, I want to <laughs> see that person. Sure, naturally. So do I. She did look good, but I dug deeper and was like, okay, is she really 60? No. Oh, really? Because I was looking for a Monica Shutt who was 60, and I couldn't find it. I did find a person, and she has her own YouTube channel and lots and lots of videos. Yeah. Um, But she is only in her 40s. See, I, I was expecting it to be someone who is 60 and just looks way older than 20. No, she does. She looks good, but she's not even she's close to 60. In her 40s. Wow. And someone in the comments of the YouTube of this YouTube video even said like, "Hey, she's like 40, not yeah. 60." And the person in the video was like, "Oh man, someone told me 60. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm going to have to find a way to correct that." And the way that she corrected it was making another video later addressing it instead of going back in and editing this video and reposting it or putting a disclaimer in the comments or or yeah. like in the So she allows blurb misinformation to spread. Yes. Shameful. But immediately I, I was like, ding, 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 gotta look at that. <laughs> right. Um, just one, information. One way to make yourself seem younger. Yeah. It's just claim to be much, much older. Well, I don't even think that information necessarily came from Monica. It oh. was just like someone told her about this person trying to convince her to do urine therapy. And it's like, this lady's like 60 and she looks amazing. Right. And so she just bought it hook, line, and sinker. And didn't bother to look at a person who looks really good and go, is she really 60, though? <laughs> but really, though? Because, like, two minutes of Googling would have been your your fact-checking there. Yeah. Um, she, Monica is a Bolivian, or was, I'm not sure if she's still active as this, but a Bolivian fashion designer turned urine therapy advocate. Hmm. I think she had had some health issues and started doing this, and it supposedly worked for her, so she kept at it. Yeah. Um, big advocate for it. Lots and lots of videos on YouTube. Uh, one thing I saw that was weird was on a forum, it seemed like it was specifically for men with prostate cancer. Okay. And she came into this forum and started posting about urine therapy and how she knew someone, not herself specifically, but she knew someone very close to her who cured her cancer with urine therapy. Okay. 
this is super interesting to read because these are people fighting cancer who she's talking to. Yeah, God, this conversation has to be crazy. It was really interesting because apparently one of the former members of this forum uh, had tried urine therapy and he passed away. Oh. Um, The cancer eventually got him and the urine therapy didn't cure it. Right. And the responses in that forum were exactly what you would want them to be. Yeah, right. When you have a person targeting people who have cancer. They were like, okay. So she made mention of her friend, but clearly stated it was a female friend. Yeah. So it was people being like, so did your female friend have prostate cancer? Because we have prostate cancer. How do you know it would even treat this kind of cancer? Like not all cancer is the same. And then people being like, yeah, our good friend who was in this forum with us for a long time died and he tried it. Like, you're not going to convince us. And and people being like, what are you doing here? Yeah, like, why do you show up? Yeah. And then she made, like, a specific little group forum and, like, called out specific people and were like, because of your interest, I've added you into this group. And those people being like... Why are you do like why do you even think from my comments that I'd be interested in this? Wow. Like just kind of calling her out, which is great. And then she said some things like very kind of victim blamey things about their friend of being like, Oh, I understand that he did he did try this, but it's possible he wasn't dedicated enough to it, wasn't drinking it enough, and maybe that's why it didn't help, and blah blah blah. And I'm just like, that pisses you me off. fucking scum of the earth. Yeah, that pisses me off. And this was from years ago, I, if I remember correctly. It was not recent. But I just happened, by Googling her name and looking for stuff about her, happened to find that forum. I'm amazed you were able to find that. Just really random. Yeah. But, yeah, and it was it was people responding exactly how you would think people would respond to these claims. And it's just despicable to go into a forum for people battling cancer, specifically a cancer you can't have any kind of personal knowledge of. Yeah. Because you don't have a prostate. And the one person's story you're lotting around as though it's truth and completely factual. Yeah. Is not a man. So her kind of cancer wasn't even the kind that they are dealing with. They have a personal friend who's dead now who tried this thing like yeah you're already starting off in a deficit of trying to convince these people and why are you targeting people like why are you doing this i can only assume she was going around to a bunch of different forums and doing this and just didn't even think about the ramifications i just wonder like does she have something she was selling she have something did she have a book she was selling like, like I, I, I do wonder what her ultimate kind of motivation book. is. She might have her own website. She definitely has her own YouTube channel. But I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what her point is, what her end game is. If she truly believes in it and really thinks she's helping by proselytizing in this way. Yeah. Or what. But, yeah, that's, um, that is a thing that she did. <laughs> And it's then, so shitty. If you want to watch a satire video about this, that it's like it's a three or four minute video on YouTube. Dave, I'll show you later. Oh, I, yeah, um, I'll watch this. That kind of sums up everything we talked about. And I watched it. I was like, yeah, 
You got it, dude. Um, <laughs> it's called Surprising Benefits of Urine Therapy, Ultra Spiritual Life, Episode 114, um, by the YouTuber Awake with G with JP. Now, okay. if you guys have seen, I'm sure his videos are all over Facebook. Is this it's the dude uh, with the blonde hair? And the, it's like red, like oh, reddish right. blonde. And he always wears like hair, a bandana. Headband, always talking about hippy dippy stuff. Is this the guy who talks stuff. about gluten? Yeah. Okay. He does, he does um, satirical videos about all this stuff. This guy's great. He's really good at it. <laughs> He's incredible. But yeah. he does a great short video about urine therapy. And it's solid. I gotta it see It was this. really well done. Yeah, I enjoyed it quite a bit. I knew that he was satirical. Yeah. But when I saw him pop up when I typed in urine therapy into YouTube, I was like, yeah, I have to see what he said. <laughs> so if, if you um, do agree that it's not something to be done and you just want to see what he said about it, it's yeah. a funny little video. Um, just be logical and be safe. It's hard to like, for me to even keep an open mind in for a second, be like, maybe this could be valid because all the logic points to no. Yeah. But just uh, think it through. Maybe try other things before you drink your own pee. Now I understand <laughs> if you've tried everything. Sure. And nothing has helped. Yeah. And you just like last ditch effort. You get a pass if that's the case, as I mean, far as yeah. I'm concerned. Everyone gets a pass for desperation moves. What, whatever you try as your Hail Mary pass, you get a pass for as long as it's not endangering or taking someone else's life, or, yeah. you know. But yeah, the, other than that, I don't condone this. So what you're basically saying is give it a shot. It can't hurt. <laughs> yeah, you got it. <laughs> Dave, you're such a good listener. I'm pretty perceptive. You're really good at summing up what I say. Concisely. <laughs> I'm really good at Go getting to it, the guys. essence of what you actually said. Yeah. You know, it is a thing we talk about a lot on this show, I think, but it's like, you know, most anything that is true will come with it evidence for yeah. its truthfulness. And I'm just saying, Dave, you really filter it out like a good pair of kidneys <laughs> and you distill it down into its true essence and you just like you just tinkle yep. it out all yep. over the airwaves. And then drink it. And then someone's going to drink it. <laughs> someone's going to drink it. That's, oh <laughs> They're going to lap up the knowledge. <laughs> oh, my God. This topic makes me so queasy. Like I knew I knew this was going to make me queasy. Well, it's good I did the research because it—I don't think it bothered me as much as it bothered you. But it is—it is weird. It did make me uncomfortable. It dawns on me now, and I can't believe I haven't looked for more of this. Probably because it's actually something that genuinely makes me sick. But there's got to be tons of videos on YouTube mm -hmm. of people drinking their own pee. I didn't see. Well, in the quick searches I did, I didn't see anyone necessarily drinking their own. But lots and lots of people. Very open about talking about the fact that they do it. And yeah. I'm like, who are you? And why aren't you embarrassed? <laughs> hey, it's the it's the water of life after all. Yeah. Not everyone pee. calls it the water of life. That does make it a little easier to swallow, you know what I mean? <laughs> eh? Yeah. Eh? Right. Goes down smoother. <laughs> 
How come when I make a pun, it makes you make that no, it's, noise? No, no, I'm just still <laughs> thinking about just the, it's not even who says it. It's the minute it enters my head as a reality. I'm like, no, 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 <laughs> no. So, no. yeah, um, just check out You're In It To Win It on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> you know I'm going to now, right? Also, that video was from 2018. So Yeah. Pretty so current. Still drinking pee. Still going. That's disgusting. Still going. <laughs> well, thanks, Christy. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. Uh, You're in welcome. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, we'll be back next week with another episode. Yeah. Uh-huh. Right. Uh, no, I'm sorry. Uh, but uh, you know, thank you for uh, covering that very comprehensively. That uh, that's more than I ever wanted to really know, but I knew we just had to do this topic. It was a difficult topic. Yeah, to, you said that. Like get an angle on because there's so many claims and so little reason for me to care about who's saying them. Yeah, right. Like, why should I listen to you over someone else? And it, like I mentioned, it's that new age thing where, like, if. It's a problem. Someone's going to say that you could solve it with this. Usually for us, there's a hook where it's like this bad advice brought to you by a guy people take seriously on TV. Or, or like a, a guy that's in it because he's trying to sell a book. Or a lady that wants to stuff jade eggs up your vagina. You know? Yeah. Like all those things. Did we mention the fact on air that the I don't think we did. Gwyneth Paltrow's goop was uh, sued <laughs> over that. Okay. And uh, they had to pay... Money because of their false claims. Misleading. Misleading claims. Misleading claims. (laughs) Oh, it was quite misleading. You can't even mispronounce your mispronunciation correctly right now. What is happening? How much of this wine have you had? It is late. (laughs) We've been been burning the midnight oil here. I mean, we're coming up now on, uh, we're never still recording at 1143 at night. This is way late for us. We better wrap it up and publish this because we've got your listeners. Yeah, that's right. Um, So why don't we call it here? Thank you very much, as always, for listening to Goose Chase. Yeah. Um, I know this was a real appetizing episode. (laughs) Yeah. Hope this one uh, immediately leaves your head uh, as quickly as possible so you can go back to living like a normal human being. Man, we're going to have fun coming up with the title. Yeah, we are too. Uh, So thanks again. We will see you next week with another episode of Goose Chase. Goose Chase. Have a nice week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. You've been listening to Goose Chase. We are Goose Chase Podcast on Facebook and Twitter. On Twitter, our handle is at Goose Chase Pod, and our website is www.goosechasepodcast.com. If you have any topics you'd like us to research, please email us at goosechasepodcast at gmail.com. If you like what we do on the show, please rate and review us on iTunes and Google Play. Want to go on a goose chase? Ooh, yes. 